Welcome to Stork Storytime Talks with the North Liberty Library. Are you expecting or thinking of starting a family? If so, this podcast is for you. Delivering literacy one topic at a time. Did you know that one in five people in the U.S. have a disability? And in Iowa, there's more than 300,000 children and adults with special needs. These children and adults need a place to be active and social on a regular basis because everybody deserves to play in a safe environment without fear of judgment. I'm Jen. And I'm Amy. Today we're here, we have Jenny Remt from Courage League Sports with us. Thanks for joining us today, Jenny. You're welcome. Uh, Can you tell us a little bit about yourself and why you became involved with Courage League Sports? Sure. Um, I'm a mom of three, I live in Tiffin. Um, our oldest, Sam, is 10. He's a special needs kiddo, nonverbal, cognitively delayed, um, happy, healthy, active kid that does things a little bit differently. Um, Courage League Sports got on our radar a couple years ago um, as Brian, my husband, and I were watching what they were doing over in the Des Moines area. Um, kind of long story short, fast forward a couple years, and they have licensed the program. So. Uh, Courage League being something that we want here for our son and so many other kiddos like him, Brian and I uh, took a risk and decided to be their first licensed location here in Iowa City so we could use Courage League sports programming here in an existing facility. Okay, and so what does that programming look like? Oh, well, it's a nonprofit organization that has sports and recreation programming for kiddos and adults. So here, um, being as it's just officially me, <laughs> a stay-at-home mom of three, um, we are starting small. We're offering programming for kids five to 15-ish years old, um, kind of four parts. They sign up for a four-week class, just one hour, in Tiffin Elementary Gym, where we have structured, scaffolded programming for them to come and play. Uh, A safe environment where there are adaptations in place for kiddos with cognitive, physical, emotional disabilities. Um, We find a way for all of them to move their bodies and be social and play together in a space at school for a quick hour. So Jenny, what type of adaptive sports and programs are available? Sure. Um, Right now we're kind of running with four different areas in our gym. We split it into quadrants. So we have a superhero training, kind of a way to hook the kiddos in doing a couple of different games. That way we have a field game section, which is more um, PE type activities that these kids would see during their typical PE class at school that we are bringing there to do together in a group, but making sure that it's in a way that those kids can play. Um, There is always a sport going on. We do basketball, volleyball, kind of a field hockey, a courage ball, kind of a soccer, football combination. Um, Again, teaching some of like the basic skills and basic concepts of sports that their peers would be playing, that they may play at a certain way. Um, And then the fourth one is tone up, which is balance and strength. Um, just helping their bodies move in those meaningful ways however they are able to. You mentioned it is for uh, children ages 5 to 15. Sure. Okay. Our youngest has been 3. Our oldest is 13. Um, So far, just again, 
as we grow, we would love to expand that. We'd love to have another hour for teenagers or get into the adult programming eventually. In Urbandale, they say 2 to 82. They've got toddler stuff. They've got school-age stuff. They've got a whole um, slew of adapted programming for adults as well. Again, that's our dream. Hopefully, we'll get there sooner than later. But right now, we're kind of saying unofficially 5 to 15-ish um, coming into our elementary and doing what we've got set up today. And did you just start this last year? Is that this right? fall. Okay. Wow. <laughs> uh, Brian and I kind of decided the end of summer. I don't know officially when Melissa licensed it, but um, we decided right before school started, and I took the month of September to get my kiddos plugged into school, and then we started our first session with September 27th this fall. So we have are finishing our third session tonight, and then we've got two more coming up this spring um, to make this school year have gone fast. <laughs> to and say we're ready to start the fourth of five. <laughs> so... How have those been going for you? Really, really great. Couldn't be better, to be honest. Um, first session, I think we had 14 kiddos. Second session, we had 17. This one, we have 17 or 18 again. Um, so several of them have been repeats that have come back. Several of them have been new. Um, we're going to kind of cap it at about 24 kids while we're in one gym. Uh, we have two sets of volunteers that help us. Um, we have a partnership going with therapeutic rec and child life and physical therapy students from the U. They're mostly upperclassmen or mm -hmm. graduate students that come in and serve as our facilitators as they after they've been oriented. And then the second set of volunteers, um, I call them community volunteers. So far they've been kind of direct asks, therapists from around the area, teachers. We have a couple former teachers, um, people that are familiar helping and encouraging kiddos that have some special needs um, to support them as one-on-ones if needed or cheerleaders or extra participants so everybody's got a partner, that kind of a thing. So by the time we get that many participants plus two sets of volunteers, it's kind of a full gym already. So mm -hmm. um, yeah, we've, we have been off to a, a great start. So are you look actively looking for more volunteers? Oh, <laughs> of course, yes. Um, uh, it's something I've guarded a little bit because I would like to help us get established in gaining the trust of specifically those parents. Mm -hmm. uh, right. So I have had several kind acquaintances and friends offer and like I said right now I want there to be just a little bit of experience with our volunteers where they mm -hmm. are comfortable sure. helping a child with special needs don't have to be an expert by any means but that's where teachers and therapists are very natural at being able to know how and when to step in that way so definitely if there is interest we would love to grow that volunteer pool so we are not exhausting any of our mm -hmm. kind people that are giving us their time mm -hmm. um but yeah a little bit of an unofficial prerequisite to have a little bit of experience just so you're comfortable in that arena of having to act on the fly depending on who needs what. If kiddos would like out of their wheelchair, if we've got um, a kiddo you know, away from the group having an issue that way, I would like the parents to be able to stay on the side and us to be able to step in, which is why I'd like there to be just a little bit of experience. But um, yes, we would love at the risk of turning anybody away, we would love there to be a, that pool continuing to grow. Right, and while it's such a, also a vulnerable population, yes. even with other, with uh, caregivers there who are with yes. them all the time, um, safeguarding that, um, like you said, that trust is, I'm sure. It's a, it's a tricky thing because they have been turned away, they have tried and failed, they have sat on the sideline wanting 
to and not been able to, so I just want to make sure we are. Oh, that one makes me cry. <laughs> Sure, that's okay. Mm -hmm. That's I, I'm sure they are enjoying themselves and having wonderful experiences, and that's awesome. It's almost as fun to watch the parents as it is the kid. Oh. I mean, they are videos and pictures the first few weeks, oh. and then after that, they are on their phone, and they're gabbing to their neighbor, <laughs> and all those things those moms and dads, unfortunately, don't get to do as often Right. Right. with kiddos that need them. So, ooh, that would make right. me cry. Yeah, sorry. I said they wear my mom hat, plus my... Well, sure. Sure. Well, sorry, I, sorry, sorry. No, that's okay. That's okay. This is, um, yeah, it's fine. I think it's when I, I came across your organization, you guys participated in our expo last year, so yes. we appreciate that. It was kind of last minute because you were yeah. literally just getting started. It was, yep. And I uh, hope you're able to come back this yeah, next year. Yeah, we would year, love to. Yeah. Um, and continue to help you spread the word about this Great. wonderful organization. So how would families become a member? Do you have to be a member? Can you no. just drop in? How does that Urbandale's work? a little different because they have a facility. We don't have a facility. And so how we have asked is that um, if you're interested in participating you go to courageleaguesports.com and then you can select our Iowa City location and there you would register your kiddo uh, just like you sign them up for anything else it leaves a gives us your contact information and then you get to tell us a little bit about your child so then again we can be a little bit aware of what's coming at us and make sure we're prepared on our end for anything specific your kid may need or you know not do well with type of a thing we don't have any kind of membership at the moment just signing up for a four-week session. Um, we've got, had a lot of families that have wanted to just kind of learn about us. I fielded a lot of phone calls. So this past weekend, we had our first community play day where uh, we were fortunate enough to use the Regina Hitting Facility in Iowa City um, and had kind of our four main stations set up just for anybody and everybody, typical, not typical families to come in and play. So we met several new faces that way that had seen us and wanted to learn a little bit more before they signed up to join us. So we, I think we'll do another one of those in March and then probably again this summer um, to again, try to spread the word and let people come in and see what we're about to see if it is something that works for their child how is your son Sam is he enjoying he does he loves it um, we have been spoiled because a lot of the community support there are people that are in our school system and that have been um, encourages of Sam as we have journeyed through his years in therapy and different things but um, he he loves it they leave sweaty and smiling and that's oh. our goal and he is both of those when he's done he doesn't want to dance at the end sometimes we end with a dance party and he's a music kid through and through but he will sit <laughs> i don't know what that little protest is but uh, he yeah it, it's been marvelous it's the other part i have i taught elementary students before i became a mom so i have a little bit of a teacher brain still i like to say and um we're Treading carefully, but trying to do the, an inclusion piece as well. So in Urbandale, their space is big enough where they always allow siblings to play. Uh, uh, we haven't had the opportunity to post that as, again, we're working mm -hmm. in kind of a small space. But my other two kids have gotten to learn all sorts of things from being included in this play where they are typically functioning kids, but they are in there in the midst 
as models, as participants, as buddies, as kids just playing with kids, not knowing that they are different or similar. And we've had a couple other siblings be able to join that way too. So it's been a really neat thing to see where the inclusion piece is there. They're all just kids having fun. We're just making sure we give a safe space for those other kids that need an extra something here or there to do it with. So yeah, selfishly for my family, it's been That's amazing. Awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> So you mentioned Urbandale. That's yeah. that was the original. That's yep. where the first Courage League sports began. Yep. And where else is are these um, programs? We're in kind of a weird transition, a unique transition. They have been established in Urbandale for five years. She has a building there, kind of around the curve of I eighty. Um, they are letting that building go this spring because they have formed a partnership with um, the the, um, sports and rec programs in our parks and rec programs, excuse me, in the greater Des Moines area. So she made an announcement last week that they're going to let the lease go for now, but they're going to be in eight locations. I made a list so I could tell you correctly. Indianola, Norwalk, Des Moines, Ames, Ankeny, Grimes, West Des Moines, and Waukee. So they are going to take their Courage League sports people and their programming and take them to your local rec in the greater Des Moines area. Oh, so awesome. more more similar to our model, uh, using their stuff but going into an existing facility. So families that couldn't get to that site of Urbandale at 5.30 p.m. on a Tuesday for a class will be able to go to their neighborhood rec and participate in Courage League sports programming there. So. Uh, bittersweet and super exciting at the same time for them they have a beautiful facility that's kind of sad to see go but their reach is going to be humongous so um, we are their first licensed location I wrote down Cuyahoga Falls Ohio just signed on to start one (laughs) Um, and so then all those around the greater Des Moines area so Obviously, the goal is to spread spread that reach mm-hmm. and make sure Courage League is somewhere where all these kiddos can play um, going forward. So super, super exciting. We're, it's been fun to be kind of in on the learning curve with them. Sure, <laughs> definitely. So it's either here in Tiffin or Ohio or the <laughs> Western part <laughs> of Des <laughs> Yeah. At this point. <laughs> yeah. That's just wonderful to hear because I do feel there is a need for that here at the library. We try to offer yeah. programming as well for you know a wide range of, yep. of our population as well um, and Amy if you'd like to share with our listeners what we're currently doing um. Um, well so there's a couple of different programs that are currently happening um, uh, Aaron our youth services librarian does autism browsing nights um, they also just recently had an autism um, dance party Awesome. Which I think went over really well. Um, and um, on the adult side of um, the spectrum, um, uh, we do a weekly Thursday program called Integration in Motion. And uh, we, so we do crafts, um, science, games, and we do a variety of activities um, for neuro- neurodivergent adults. Um, in the community, um, some who ha- also have physical disabilities sure. um, and emotional disabilities. Um, and I'm working on expanding that, hoping to get other people into the community who have interests to kind of just interact. Yep. Yep. Um, and uh, I'm also hopefully, if all goes to plan, <laughs> um, 
in summer there'll be a um, book club for neurodivergent adults. Um, So, uh, and taking that out into the community, it might be here, still working through all of those things, but I'm really excited about that um, and um, getting that um, out and and available for people who, who I think sometimes, you know, get left behind like they we've kind of been talking about yeah <laughs> yeah just not as many opportunities yeah and it, yeah mm-hmm. that's exciting and jenny you mentioned mm-hmm. that you're starting your fourth out of fifth session we are right yes now. okay yeah and do so, you have plans to continue that or when do, do they start up again we do so our fourth third session ends tonight um and then i think there's a week in between and then we start with session four and session five of that will all wrap up between now and the end of april so we've got two more coming up this spring. And then I think unofficially, officially, I think, <laughs> planned on doing a July session and then starting back the same way this fall. Okay. I think we'll approach kind of the same way again as we're trying to do it small and well mm-hmm. versus be 100 places with not enough help. So I think we will mm-hmm. enter next school year kind of with the same setup to a couple sessions in the fall and then you know, three or so in the spring, and we'll continue to try to sprinkle in there a few more community play days and different little pop-up things. We have a trampoline park in Iowa City now that they're working to have, uh, you know, an, oh. a couple hours for special needs kiddos where they turn down the lights and turn on the music and that kind of a thing. So trying to work with a few of those resources in the area mm-hmm. to have a Courage League or just, again, another hour as an option for families with kiddos with special needs to go in there and do it a little bit differently than on a busy Saturday with a typical crowd. Mm-hmm. So if our listeners are wanting to reach out to you um, to perhaps sign their their mm-hmm. um, children up, how can they Register online, um, CourageLeagueSports.com, follow the link to Iowa City location, and it should be pretty easy to see up at the top there. There's tabs with locations and click on Iowa City. It's either Des Moines or Iowa City at this point, so you can't go wrong there. Um, volunteers. My email is posted on most of our flyers, um, Courage League Sports IC at gmail.com comes to me. Um, we are on Twitter, we are on Instagram, we are on Facebook, Courage League Sports Iowa City. If they follow us there, they will always see links and flyers with upcoming information. Um, local agencies, Child Serve. Genesis, all sorts of the CDD um, have all been super supportive and have our flyers and our information up there too. So it uh, should be lots of ways that you can find us to pass to a neighbor or a friend that might be interested or um, has all of our contact information on there too to get in touch to, to volunteer or to inquire about things for your own child if you'd like to that way. Great. So before we end today, Jenny, would you mind sharing with our listeners a favorite story time memory or book with us? Sure. I have to say as a mom, and maybe it's a little bit again my teacher hat too, my kiddos like repeated reading, especially my Sam. So a couple of our favorites are uh, the Bear Snores On books, but we also really like Jez Alboro has um, Some Dogs Do. And my Sam is a nonverbal kiddo, but he can read each word with me in his non-word words (laughs) as we go through there and read that kind of repeated reading um, through. So I think reading with my kids, some of those early books, it's weird as we transition with my second grader to chapter books and to different things there where, um, yeah, our our sweet spot has been repeated readings and familiar books (laughs) that those kids can join in excitedly with. So, yeah. Wonderful. 
Yeah. Thanks. Um, so we talked about today um, Courage League Sports and uh, everybody deserves to play in a safe environment without fear of judgment. Um, if you want to contact um, Jenny today, um, go to CourageLeagueSports.com or email at CourageLeagueSportsIC at gmail.com. Um, really want to say thank you for coming. You're welcome. Um, thank you for having great me. Great conversation. Yeah. <laughs> thank you so much. We thank really you. appreciate you coming to share your story Thanks. with us and also uh, happy we were able to help get the word out a little thank bit you. about yeah, this brand new pretty much organization. Um, that is an all-inclusive, adaptive, recreational program pretty much right now in Iowa. So yeah. uh, we wish you the best of luck Thank in you. this. I think there's a, a great need for this and so happy that the kiddos are able to have some fun and enjoy themselves. Thank you. I, if if you go to Courage League Sports at the bottom of the website, they have a couple of videos and there's one that um, I think is a pretty powerful hook and convince it says, you know, one out of five basically one house on each block, 20%, and it's the fastest growing minority group, and it's the only minority group that any of us could join at any time. You leave here today and unfortunately are in an accident and it leaves you unable to walk or move as you have done for your whole life up until now. So it's a pretty cool thing that there is a space for these kids and hopefully soon adults in our area and the eastern side of the state to come and move their body and be social. So we uh, hope to just continue to grow and be able to offer more things and are really thankful for your time today to help us get the word out. Thank you. Thank you.